Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are continuing our examination of the book of Daniel, but we're chasing something here uh, yesterday and today. In the ninth chapter of Daniel, we saw um, the last four verses really give us some insight into the balance of all time. But what's really intriguing is that Jesus speaks and quotes from this passage. He quotes Daniel chapter 9, verse 27. So in a previous episode... We went and examined that, and I want to pick it up and just sort of finish the story because I left us hanging. This is in Matthew 24. Uh, read the whole chapter if you haven't yet, okay, if you didn't see the, hear the previous episodes. But in the 15th verse, Jesus says this, Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation, which was spoken of through Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, and then the writer parenthetically puts this little statement in, let the reader understand, Jesus continues, verse 16, Then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains. Whoa, that's sort of wild right here, okay? What we're seeing is that Jesus is quoting, and thereby quoting that, he confirms a lot of things. And folks, this is the kind of stuff that people just don't know at the basic level. Uh, not only your basic uh, believer, but even those who profess to be leaders within the body of Christ, those that are seminary graduates and the like. Uh, There's a lot of things that are taught in seminary. One of the major things that are taught is that Daniel was written actually much later, much later than uh, contemporaneous within his life. And what that does is that undermines the veracity over whether Daniel was actually a real person or not. Okay? That type of thing. There'll be people who will try to undermine that. And then they try to undermine that he was a prophet. They'll say, no, he's really a historian. He was writing history. And then they'll give this great reasoning that, well, he was just too precise. (laughs) So it must be history. Well, here, Jesus himself says, Daniel, the prophet. And Jesus himself uses the phrase, the abomination of desolation, which is what we saw in chapter uh, 9, verse 27 of Daniel. He says something's going to come upon the wings of desolation. And he's speaking of someone who will be standing there, an individual. And so Jesus confirms this, which was spoken through Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place. Now, where's the holy place? The holy place is part of the temple complex. But notice what Jesus says, when you see this, then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains. Now, there's people who will come back and say, oh, well, this was fulfilled. I've actually had some people say, hey, you know, this was fulfilled with Antiochus Epiphanes, you know, a couple of centuries before Jesus was born. The problem is that Jesus is speaking this, and he's speaking of it as yet future from his corporal existence at that time. In the first century. So he couldn't be reflecting back, you know, two centuries or something like that. No, he wasn't doing that at all. He's saying that this is yet to come. Now, people will say, well, it happened shortly thereafter. It happened within 40 years. Well, I can understand why somebody would say that. Elements of it happened, okay, uh, in 70 A.D., 
for instance, when the temple was destroyed. But not all of it, particularly when you look at all the Gospels, and it said not every element. Jesus continues, Matthew 24, verse 17, whoever is on the housetop must not go down to get the things that are in his house. Whoever is in the field must not turn back to get his cloak. So what is Jesus saying? He's saying when you see this abomination of desolation standing in the holy place, when you see this thing that Daniel was speaking of, you need to get to the mountains now. Notice those who are in Judea. He's not saying everybody in the world. He didn't even say in the northern part of the kingdom. He said, those who are in Judea, you must flee to the mountains. And you must do so so quickly that if you're on the housetop, that you don't get the things out of your house. You come off that housetop, off that roof, and you flee. If you're in the field, you don't even worry back about going back to the house to get your jacket. You need to get out now. Verse 18, he continues. Whoever is in the field must not turn back to get his cloak, 19. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. Well, why why woe to those? Well, simply because it's harder to travel. It's harder to travel and to flee when you're pregnant. It's harder to flee when you're nursing a baby and you've got little children dependent upon you. Verse 20, but pray that your flight will not be in winter or on the Sabbath. Well, why not in winter? Again, it's harder to travel in the winter. Why not on the Sabbath? Because some people would hesitate to travel on the Sabbath. They are allowed to travel a very short distance. I want to say maybe a seventh of a mile, something like that. Not far at all. And they would be hesitant to to travel then. But Jesus continues, verse 21. For then... There will be a great tribulation such as has not occurred since the beginning of the world until now, nor ever will. Now, folks, this is really, really important. And um, in relationship to Daniel, in relationship to end time things, to see what the Lord Jesus Christ is saying here. He's telling those in Judea to flee, to head to the mountains, because there is a great tribulation such as has not occurred since the beginning of the world. Notice that the Lord acknowledges that the world began. Until now, the time of the Lord's existence here on earth, nor ever will. In other words, this is going to be the worst of the worst. Jesus is the one who coins the phrase great tribulation. He's the one that says it right here. And so that's the reason I sit there and go, you know, what happened in the first century, as horrific as it is, is nothing compared to what's going to happen yet in the future from what the Scripture says. And even some other things that have happened the last 2,000 years that man has done. There's been tremendous evil. Where's the Holocaust or things like that? But he's saying there is going to be something that happens right here that's going to be so bad that it's going to be unlike anything before. He actually continues explaining it in the next verse. Listen to this. Unless those days had been cut short, no life would have been saved. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short. 
Now, I've really been encouraging us, as we read Daniel, to just pay attention to what's being said there. And the same thing applies right here. What has Jesus said? Hey, when you see this abomination of desolation, those of y'all in Judea, flee and do so quickly. And pray that your flight will not be in a winter or Sabbath that you can get out of there quick. Why? Because there's a great tribulation coming. You'll find out in other portions of the scripture that the great tribulation is not just upon those in Judea. Okay, that part. But he tells us it's going to be a horrible time, and it's going to be such a bad time that unless these days had been cut short, no life would have been saved. No life of who? Well, apparently those that are being tribulated, for lack of a better term. But it says this, but for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short. We learn right here that the great tribulation will be cut short. Now, that's interesting because people say, well, uh, what's that length of time? What's the time period? When does this occur? You know, we've covered this in previous podcasts before, actually probably two or three years ago now. (laughs) But uh, we'll touch upon it as we go along with things. But understand this, what I mentioned in the previous episode. Quite often people say that 70th week of Daniel, that last seven-year period, that that's the Great Tribulation. That's not true. The Great Tribulation occurs within that time frame, but it's actually cut short. Now, here's what's interesting. It's actually not cut short by length. Okay? It's cut short because of those that are being attacked and tribulated or removed. <laughs> You're going, wait, wait, I may know what that's about. Yeah, I know. We'll talk about it some other time. Okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you. And I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.